anyways, is this like an okay topic or should we just scrap it all and figure it out later? Hello. Welcome back to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill. And here today, as is the usual, it's Matt Corser. Hello, hello. And finally, back from his trip, Cody Wood. Happy to be back until I have to go back to Boston. The topics for today, we just want to talk about formations, but not like how to set them up and things, more like when to use them, when to not use them, when to break them, what do you do against them kind of thing. And also just a little bit on the extended meta, not think of us next week or yesterday, depending on what time this actually does come out. And uh, wouldn't it be tomorrow? Because it comes out on Thursday. That's true. Two days. I don't know. It's yeah. Ireland. Ireland's weird. It's backwards. Um, so just just our plans for some Dagobah. What we got, are expecting to see and extended and what we're uh, probably going to bring. First thing first, though, local news. Uh, Eternal has opened back up for their open X-Wing games. And that will be at uh, 1 p.m. on Saturdays. Alex, where's Eternal at? Warren, that's where it's at. I remember this now. You Google. People can Google what Eternal Games is. They'll figure it out. But 1 p.m. on Saturdays, doing uh, open play again. It's always super fun. Want to just jump into formations or any other news that we want to talk about? So just a little quick talk about formations. You know, your most common formation, the box formation. Sometimes people put in a line. That's fine. Just as a quick note, though, if you have like six ships or so and you have three of them in a line, you're not going to get past the range two obstacle. So depending on which side you're going to deploy, you're going to have to put those obstacles in. When you say it's not going to get past the range two obstacle, are you talking about like a two bank or are you talking like if you go straight? I believe it's straight, depending on how far away from the edge, because I'm assuming you're setting up a formation on the edge of the board because you're not bad and you're setting up a formation in the middle of the board. I, I would have to say this. like We did see it in one of the uh, finals, but in real life, it's more of an actual risk. Uh, you generally don't want to have your ships on the edge of the board just because like it's really easy to accidentally fly off the board with a straight maneuver. Yeah, well, you know, or you could be slick and just keep dodging it away, <laughs> depending on Judge. what templates you have. <laughs> but yeah, holy crap, don't do that. So anyways, the box formation, you know, pretty straightforward. You set up in a box. Uh, typically, it's the width of the maneuver template. That way, all your ships can actually execute their maneuvers. And anything under that, they hit each other at some point. On banks. And this was actually a thing in TTS, too, because the uh, setup zone was a little bit too small for the longest time, like all of last year. So all the swarms, when they did the two banks, would improperly bump because you just couldn't actually get the distance between the two of them. Sad. But also that's why they give her point swarms on a computer. But yeah, anyways, box formations, you see them a lot with, obviously, like TIE Swarms. Used to be a lot of big things, droid swarms. What's a TIE Swarm? It's something that existed a couple of years ago that no one ever plays anymore. <laughs> so they nerfed, like, the Swarm tactics to that, right? Is that really the biggest thing? Uh, they kind of just... 
the things that are good against high swarms are much better off right now. I feel like than worth bringing tie swarms. There's just more efficient swarms out there right now than the tie swarm. That'll definitely agree with. Like you can have five ships with three agility force and evade now, as opposed to six ships with that all two die guns. Yeah, but they only have one defensive mod. Yeah, I mean they're relatively efficient, but you can have like a six Inferno Squadron swarm, or you can have like a Malaris swarm, where you don't have to actually be in formation. Yeah, or you know, even uh, silly things like mining guild swarms back when the uh, Torkoal would run it, or Drea would run it, and they would still be efficient without having to be tethered at range one. Yep, same thing with Seek swarms. Like Seek swarms, they get toys. Yeah. They can track, they get control pieces. So yeah, tie swarms just while they're fun and thematic, they just there's better swarms out there. And Howl Runner's still forty four points. Man, do they they do really well initially with the uh hyperspace and all that kind of stuff. But uh, also box formations, you still see it now um with like resistance lists. Uh like the three X two pods kind of thing they're a lot more i mean they're a little staggered but you, you see them a lot more just because it's easier to concentrate fire on all that and things for like jazz and rose it helps out a lot and also recently a little bit more uh, like the selfish lists that people were running like the four selfish selfish ugh. four of those with hobby or if you need bigs or something in there as well. Not that that's hyperspace, but bigs also, you fly with box formations for obvious reasons. So. What are some of the perks of the uh, formation? Kind of alluded to it. It's easier to keep all your ships on one target. If they're in there, all your ships are shooting at them. Um, also, usually it's, Flown with like a Howl Runner, right? That has to be range one of someone in order to do things or selfless or bigs or something like that. That is range one. Droid Swarms do it because it's, besides being incredibly effective, it's really good for their Discord missiles. You're going to hit multiple targets at once if they're also jousting, which you shouldn't joust a Droid Swarm. Still throwing that out there, but. I don't know. I, I feel like Procket Barons can do it because they can reasonably kill three droids in one round. I guess that's fair. Also, the V1s tend to do things like Prockets, where they'll spread out a little bit more, so their bullseyes can mix and match, but that's more of a staggered formation. I was going to say, that's more pinwheeler. Uh, so you basically, when you have this box formation, you're turning like this one small, weak uh, arc into a much larger... Uh, much more painful lock. It's all facing the same way. It's just like now you have larger than a large base arc with a lot more dice coming at you. It's like you brought one giant ship that can shoot like six times. If you're doing Basically. like yeah, if you're keeping them information like that. Um, but also you can split up the box if you have enough ships. You usually see it with um you, you can get away with it with uh, three ships and three ships, but you typically see it more with seven and eight ship lists. 
if there's not like a, a hot runner or something tethering everyone together. And that way, that that's pretty scary. As you say, you're saying Rose and uh, Jess, most of the time when I see them, it's sort of like a staggered V-shape formation with them, with Rose in the back. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's just specifically because Rose just needs all those other ships in arc for her to get her ability. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the, like the two box formation, it's really good because now you have essentially another. It, it stops flanking, which uh, really kills a lot of formation based lists. Because now you can just flank with three ships or four ships. Well, the other four ships or three ships are doing things. So it definitely makes it a little bigger threat yeah you know you, you see it occasionally with like um droid swarms if they have uh munitions or something on them like hyenas or they, they used to do it with um drea until all of her points are super jacked up now because drea just needs to paint the target itself it doesn't matter where the other people are when you do all the same maneuvers with them too, they still tend, they, they still are in a formation. It's like a diamond formation. So you still end up, when you bank again, they're back in box formation. You end up splitting in between these diamonds and boxes. And that's really good art coverage. There's a lot of negatives as well to flying a box formation. Um, obviously, if you have different ships, they're like K turns or sloops or any of that stuff will probably be different. So you can end up super out of formation with that. If you're flying like interceptors with, I guess not because ties have two different K turns, but a lot of Imperial stuff has different K turns or different sloops. And they're typically the ones that you do that with. The Golan strikers might be a thing because the strikers, I guess you could make it a, I think it's a 3K. You do the one straight 1K. Whereas Gorn just has the 4K and sloops. And, and um, the strikers also have like a two sloop, but them being strikers, it gets really wonky if you're trying to keep formation with them with another ship. Yeah. Another thing that's the problem with that is that all your guns are facing one direction. So if that target is not where you expect them to be, you're pretty much out so well. Or they can dodge, you know, most of the swarms you know maybe get shot by like two ships instead of all six and that's significantly lowering your ability to actually do things happens a lot with like rz2s where they can just fly right past everything and a lot of these formation flyers the weaker guns are the single mounted three die guns or two die guns so you definitely need a lot of shots especially in a three agility ship especially in this matter right now where you have a lot of tokens stacking or passing. Obviously, there's obstacles on the board, and that really messes with people's formations. I mean, you could do something like uh, debris or, or gas cloud and still plow through it with relatively minor effects, but it's generally not what you want to do. So I hear this. I hear that a lot, and I guess like yes, you're not likely to take a damage, but you not having the focus token with a lot of these ships is very significant i feel like is extremely under uh rated i guess a lot of the times 
Because if you have a three agility ship, you really want to have focus for defense. And since you already have weak guns, you need as many mods as you can. Yeah, a two die gun has a 25% chance of netting out. But with a focus token, it just, it's exponentially, not exponentially, well, but significantly better. But it's mostly, you don't want to be losing ships quickly, and not having the focus on defense means you're going to get picked off if you just start willy-nilly going over obstacles trying to get that shot. Yeah, it's only... I would only do it if it's, like, something I super need to do. Like, I need Howl Runner over here by the rest of my ships, or, you know, I need this particular, you know, ship that, that that's helping everyone, or maybe, like, a Biggs or something that I'm like, I need to protect this ship that's, like, one health, like a wedge or something, or the two health wedge. I can't have them take three damage. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it a lot. <laughs> Which means obstacles matter a lot, especially if they're asteroids. You know, they if you're good at placing asteroids, uh, you're you can break up most swarms pretty straightforward if they ever turn in. And then, so when we're talking about this formation, it's also usually just the initial combat uh, formation, uh, unless you straight joust it, right? Because once the fighting gets starts happening. You, you have to start breaking it up based off where your opponent's ships are, where they're going to be. Uh, if you just keep information, especially the block formation, your opponent's just going to be able to fly around you and make it really sad. Also, when you have a straight box line formation, you're much more susceptible to one ship running in, getting in the way of, like, one line of it and causing a nice little train wreck right there while your other ships might shoot past. And now your formation's also screwed up, which is one of the big downfalls of a straight back formation over like the pinwheel. Yeah, it's um, getting blocked in a formation is just terrible because all your ships now just don't have mods and it tends to get chewed off. Mods are really efficient. Who could have known? But I have hair. I don't need mods. Just, just give me my mods. It's fine. Yeah, also, if you're still continuing in a box formation and you guess the wrong direction, let's say you think their ship's going to go, that's just like three turns you wasted. So you end up having to split it up, and then that gets all janky and weird. So it is also like one of the other positives of like box formation is you would generally set one dial for all your ships which for the beginning of the game and like a long tournament you're saving 15 minutes of like significant like i say brain power sort of thing but of like stressing out about all these different uh ship dials so i want to set all these ship dials because i want this game to go on long so i can that's my win con go to game time aces still take significantly longer than swarms that's very true. The next formation, which you don't see as much, but I tend to like if I'm going to fly things in formation, is like a staggered kind of zigzaggy formation where you're like your outer nubs of each ship are basically where the other one is. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's less horizontal, so you get a little bit less spread, but it allows you to uh, still do the same maneuvers like you would 
with a box formation, but also it allows you to navigate asteroids a little bit easier and still have all your ships tethered where they need to be. I prefer this one a lot more than box formation. I don't know why people fly box formations. So this was in 1.0, like somebody did it in the general consensus was pinwheels are significantly more efficient than the straight line box. That said, I guess it's just hard. It's something you have to see more of and understand why it works. It's something you have to do research on. Whereas the line, the straight line one is just sort of simple. It's here. Everybody knows how to like do it. And depending on where your opponent lands, like the pinwheel could be a little bit less effective because you don't have as many guns, but you have a much wider arc when you decide to pinwheel. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes, also, especially with aces, just having arc on something is all you really need to scare the aces away. Well, the stagger formation, too, because it's much closer, you also just human error just messes these things off so many times because you end up bumping all the time, um, unfortunately. You don't do it so much on a computer, but in real life, this is hard to fly because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I hope going strikers doesn't become a real-life thing. Oh, with all those thermal detonators on the table? Oh, gosh. Thermal dead's constantly bumping every turn. You want to talk about a slow playlist? There you go. Matt, when you did a tie swarm for a while, did you do a staggered or a box formation? I did the the box formation, just three by three, how how a runner in the middle and the back, and then the two I ones, depending on what side of the board I was in the front. Yeah, I guess we, they should mention that too. You want your lower initiative pilots in the front, yep. otherwise everything just turns to chaos. Yeah, it just becomes a mess. But you said you wanted a slow play, so if you want a slow play, That's put true. them in the back, so you have to keep removing the ship, jumping over, and then. Didn't they have a, like that joke where uh, like six same initiative ships, but they kept moving the back ships for us? Yep, yep. Because you know the game clock is the real enemy here. The lulls. <laughs> um, I like stagger formations a lot too because um, I don't play I, I don't play a lot of like super jousty need to be in formation ships. So I play a lot of like range two ability ships, and that's a lot easier to have like three or four staggered and then one kind of behind it just kind of circling it like you do with Kanan or um, like Drea um, or you know anything that requires someone to be relatively close but not necessarily in the formation itself especially if you can keep them out of the fight so do you say like Hera should be doing something like this I don't see why people put anything on Hera and try to joust with her yeah oh like Hera I've Hera definitely should got, definitely be doing these things. Hera, I've definitely gotten into the uh, just gotten used to just making her fly around the board, sort of like a cannon, like she has a turret off the side or something, or like a blocoon <laughs> if you're using his ability a lot. Oh, like I get the idea of thread tracers, but in practice, if you're pointing Hera's arc at somebody, Hera's going to get blocked and die. Especially if he misjudges that one turn by Fenrir, she gets one shot. Who would ever misjudge a one turn? It's only like a joke that you and I will know. Maybe two other people. <laughs> uh, but no, like uh, also Hawks. Actually, to be a little bit more relevant, Hawks um, and like Ben Thick now, right? 
Benthic's a range two thing to pass off the focus. You can still have a staggered mini swarm and a medium base ship following it pretty well. Hawks do that a lot if they have like the title and their abilities, things in arc. Like Jan, Jan did that a lot. Kyle does it right now. Um, you get more coverage of Torkoal, but that's as long as they're in the arc of Torkoal at that range, you know, you'll, you'll see him fly a lot with uh, mini swarms, obviously, to try to initiative kill the ship. I like him for that, but I also, you know, it it is a pain to fly in real life just because I have giant fingers and they're going to be smacking these ships all around all the time. There's other formations out there. Um, you know, our buddy Josh copied like Duncan Howard's weird formation, what he did with the um, droids where he just ended up putting them all in like a giant conga line, which was really efficient. Well, that's a that's super hard to do, and that's only like, you know, a specific list does that. Yeah, those certain ways are like, even if you break the formation, you can get back to the formation with like two moves. Yeah. But that's sort of something hard to tell you it's it's something you have to like visualize and yeah. see how only the really it. good x-wing players are able to do that anyways <laughs> you're right something like that would be so hard to just like look online and how do i do this and like anybody can do it yeah but no one puts the effort and the time to doing it but no it, it's breaking you got to know when to break formations um because they again you can get behind them. You can flank them pretty well. If you're not doing it, if you're guessing wrong, all this kind of stuff, it's, it's very tragic for whatever list you're bringing. And with both of these, like you're generally having a lot of your ships in a range one formation, which there's still a lot of questions of if you don't have the multiplier, is it a good idea to be in a tight formation like this? I will say against Jousty list, Maybe. And against AC list, no. And I say against Jousty list, maybe, because uh, one of the uh, tournaments, in-person tournaments last year, was the uh, 5X versus the Droid Swarm game. The 5X was in a tight formation, so the Droids were able to change target targets when they killed an X-Wing. But if they did more of a loose formation, the Droids now, like once they killed an X-Wing, would have only had one ship in arc. So that oh that was the only ship in arc, so they wouldn't have wasted all the extra shots. While the X wings would have been able to still take a bunch of shots from the side. It but against a lot of other lists, the five X because they're a better jousting list probably wanted to be information to make sure all the guns are on the target at the same time. It's sort of when to be in a formation, when not to be in formation is very list dependent. Against aces. You probably want more of a staggered to sort of not being in formation formation so that you have the wider arcs. Like the staggered formation, the pinwheel is really nice because you have, instead of one big arc, you have a much wider arc with less of a threat per uh, for that arc. Yeah, when I, if I'm if I'm flying aces and I see someone flying in just a box formation, I I love it, especially <laughs> if they don't ever break it up, because, like you said, splitting the formation up and setting up like kill boxes, where you go anywhere on this board, I'm gonna have one or two shots on you. Like I don't want to see that, but if you're just gonna like one straight all turn the same way, 
I'm like, okay, I can get behind you and I can just like make your day not fun because you're just, we're going straight and we're going to be in this area. That's all we're going to do is this, this area, but setting up kill boxes to kill aces, especially when you don't need to be together, is pretty crucial. Yeah, the thing now, like a lot of the swarms you're seeing don't have to be in formation because they don't have like the the force multipliers or things like that, like the seek swarms, if they're not flying Sarasu. Um, they're just, you can just put them wherever you want as long as you got arcs on people, right? And then fix it up, ion cannons and tractor beams. Ions, you definitely know where they're going to be next round. You can converge on that. Uh, you know, the barons don't need to be in a formation. And what you tend to see with those is they still, they do like a, what you talked about earlier, the two sets of formation, two sets of three, if they don't have the force multiplier. Uh, was it Actors List that had a Fang Fighter, Tractor, uh, and Ion Seek? Yeah. So he had like two different sets of those going around, which They're is terrifying. a very, very scary uh, two cells coming at you. Yeah, I mean, uh, just the shift now to Luther Swarms. Is, is pretty apparent just in a lot of the hyperspace things, how it used to be, you know, a lot of well, when you had bigs and you had die swarms and you had these droid swarms that needed to be by each other. Maybe like you had a Kraken carrier or something. Well, Kraken's a little bit more forgivable, but if you had like a seer swarm, I guess. So we talk about how like it's sort of a swarming meta uh, and the math doesn't really add up to that, but it's definitely not an ace meta right now. And that might be the biggest reason that aces just can't do well. It's not because there's a higher ship count. It's because the ship counts or the ships people are bringing are in a very loose to no formation now. They're all very flexible in which they can operate. And aces, while being really good at picking off solo ships the ships that are brought can converge relatively quickly as well as because of the uh, three agility, they survive against like one or two ace attacks. So then the rest of the list can converge if the aces try to hard commit. Yeah. Even something like, uh, you know, three, seven B's and like a lat, right. Um, it's, it's, it's not like any of them have to be together as long as the lad has something in its arc. You know, it doesn't matter. And you can have multiple targets, too. It's just so much more efficient and effective than having maybe like a Jedi or something at range one that would let you reroll an attack or something. I mean, 3-7-B in anything is really good just because <laughs> of how, how good the 7-Bs are at just being able to converge on a dime on a ship. Like, and it's really hard to just one round to seven B. I mean, it happens, but if you have like shock T there, she can like hold, if someone decides to force evade a turn, she can hold that for the seven B, hold a focus for them. And then you're also dealing with an Ada or whatever else is there to make your day rough. But yeah, those seven Bs are just able to, it's hard to isolate them because they move fast. They have potential for double reposition and that one hard boost barrel roll really covers a lot of places. Yeah, but even like, you know, back when X-Wings a little bit more expensive, you can fit four X-Wings in list, 
you know, pretty high up there instead of five and be rather effective, but you'd still fly it in a formation. These, if you bring four, seven B, you just put them wherever you want, just line them up, firing line them. Who cares? Yep. Cause they, they converge can on something so much easier. It's just a, it's a noticeable shift away from things that tended to fly together to things that are independently operable. Which is cool. I just. Yes, yeah, so it was fun to fly. So I know we sort of brought it up when we were talking about this, but, you know, I just wanted to talk, make sure we hammer the point home of when to break up the formation. You know, obviously, if there's um, multiple flankers, I mean, you have to split it up. You have to cover both exits. If you're going against like a Kylo or something, you know, he's going to either two hard or five straight. So you got to try to split it up to catch them or else you're not going to do anything. I think that's what makes the tie swarm so hard is they don't really want to ever break up unless they, I mean, they, they're going to have to eventually, but they, you need to maximize howl runner as long as possible to like kill to, you need to, you just trade howl runner up essentially is what you need to do. And even when you don't want to, keep it together you kind of have to so that way you can get those re-rolls in after the Iden charge is spent you just want to get as much you want to maximize as much out of Howl Runner as possible and then once Howl Runner is gone like the offensive capability of the list is just almost completely neutered that is a thing like basically you feel like you have to keep them together because you have the force multiplier so you actually end up playing worse because the correct call is to break them up. It's something you have to be careful of and recognize when to and not to do. Yeah, it's definitely a habit you need to break, which I mean, I haven't flat, flown a tie swarm in a long time. So I also think it's worth noting that in ties in particular, they're one of the few swarms right now that don't have like linked actions. And I think that significantly hurts them because they just lack the ability to barrel roll, focus, barrel roll, calculate kind of thing, where you can easily keep formation much better. Or spread your arc even wider, you know, depending on what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. I think that specifically really hurts them a lot. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that in a later episode, but yeah, just I, it makes me sad that the TIE Fighter isn't a more prevalent force in the meta when it is, it's in my opinion, more iconic than the X-Wing. It, it's one of, if not the most iconic ship in the game, and it hardly the only time it was getting any serious play was during that uh rack sloan list in the last year but question were there regular tie fighters in the empire strikes back i can't actually remember any yeah they were they were in during the asteroid chase and then they were with the tie bombers yeah and the tie bombers well technically in the old legends canon howl runner is the Gonna get a little nerdy here for a second. Howl Runner was the TIE fighter who was chasing the Falcon out of Bespin. Oh, that's right, they were. Okay. What's yeah. Bespin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's just going back though. Um, sometimes you'll see um, lists with a lot of splash damage, like maybe a heavy bombing list or just bombs in general because thermal detonators are super strong right now. And you could drop them in range two, so you just have this huge area. Some people have concussion missiles, some people have diamond boron missiles. That's terrifying for swarms. Yeah, diamond boron or missiles are like nah, nah fam. Like you better break up that formation because the diamond borons are gonna make your day sad. Guys, I'm gonna go on a little thing. 
why are people still just walking right into bombs? That's a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer that, but guys, they watch, I have an answer they for watch it. you play on Hexile too much where you're just like, I'm going to YOLO the bombs. That's what it is. I only did that because I didn't have, like, against Nim, you really don't have a choice. But against, like, everything else, maybe still sticks it because it's really weird, like, figuring out one hard, two hard bombs. Bombardier Soul Six is so much fun to play. I would strongly recommend that. You know how silly it is with thermal detonators with Soul Sixa. You just do whatever you want. I'm sure it's probably the most wholesome X-wing you'll play. But also, you know, like the, the normal tie bombers are also doing really well with the, those kinds of bombs. People are just bad against bombs because I don't know. They don't think about bombs. They don't think how close they are. They still got to chase ships instead of disengage, so they still eat bombs. I mean, that's why, like, thermal detonators are so good right now. Hey, those two things, and you mentioned one of them. One of them is, like, people try to hard engage constantly, like, keep pressure on when sometimes you just have to disengage. The other thing is it's it can be difficult to picture where this bomb's going to be in the range one bubble about something that's not there. Or if they have proxy mines, people forget that, you know, just because you landed behind the ship doesn't mean it's a good thing. People, I, I, people drop proxy, proxy mines are great. Um, but yes, bombs, very specifically, very bad for formations, especially if it's like a seismic charge, because I think it's just going to devastate your entire list. Yep, especially they got trajectory simulator on there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's not played anymore because thermal detonators are so, like, amazing. But proton bombs also scare a lot of uh, formation flyers. Yeah, because if you're if you're flying in a formation, you generally are have less health to justify the points cost or having to bring a lot of them. But yeah, droids, tie swarms. I mean, even seek like free damage is free damage. Like you don't want. You don't want, yeah, especially like TIE fighters and droids. Like, yeah, I don't want to see a crit. Yeah, like, you had a, like an FO TIE or a Seek with just one damage. But on each, you're killing 25% of their health. Mm-hmm. And now they don't have any shields to soak up any other crits. Right. And heaven forbid you drop two bombs. Let's see the other ones. And then run off and reload. Yeah. Or you could just drop two bombs because you have thermal detonators. Yep. Although there's less of a chance of, it's not a guaranteed damage, you know. Gosh, they're so cheap. <laughs> we'll go off eventually we'll see um also cody mentioned this earlier don't joust a better jousting list in formation i'm gonna add an asterisk to that though <laughs> sometimes even if you only have like a 40 percent chance of winning that jousting it's actually still better to joust like you have to think about it's not every list can play sort of the ac x-wings can uh Droid swarms, you can break up into like two different ones. I'm trying to think of some other ones though. But well, sometimes, you got a loose swarm. Yeah, you could do like a loose swarm, but even the loose swarms, so you're going to have like a range one bubble of things possibly getting hit. Uh, uh, I guess, yeah, you just do like a loose swarm, try to keep a wider, uh, not arc, but just ship area, I guess. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it is just better to do the straight joust, even if you're behind, just because splitting your ships up, 
you don't have the boost action to make it so all your ships still engage at the same time. Or you're against like 7B Jedi who will force an engagement if they really want to. Like the five ships, uh, the ships with five straight boost, they can force engagements and you really don't have much of a say. Or if they're larger base or like a medium, medium with boost, like the uh, fire sprays or the aggressors, or they're a falcon, which is very scary to force straight boost at someone. Yeah, Ray's favorite move back in the day was four straight boost, and now I'm shooting at anything who's moved forward. Yeah, just hope you have Corsella, because next round's going to be rough with the double stress. Mm-hmm. Just don't take engine upgrade. Just take Corsella. It's a better engine upgrade. <laughs> um, also, if you want to listen to our thoughts on jousting and things, we have an episode on it. It's the anatomy of engagement. It's our third episode. It's not nearly as good as this one, but it's it's good. Yeah, also... The last thing for like box formations and stagger formations is that they're not good at things that toilet bowl uh, like Cody or triple silencer list. Like you can't run a formation against that list effectively without just getting hit from two different angles coming in. And not really getting a shot because I'm whatever you're pointing at, I'm going to try to make sure is not there. Yeah. Because like one big arc, like Matt said earlier, that's what I want to see. That allows me to get like multiple flanks off and not have to worry about there's no threats on my flanks. Especially if you position well behind something like a gas cloud where you just, no matter what shot is coming at you, you're just going to convert a blank to an evade. Mm-hmm. And that, that helps against every shot instead of just one. And that's super good. And then I will five eyeballs after I already spent my focus. Yeah, well, I mean, shooting you behind a gas cloud is fine because you still eat the crits. <laughs> just, but that's just you specifically. What was that? The top four game against Josh. He shot me with a plasma torp behind a gas cloud and gave me a damaged engine on a full health Kylo. Got him. Which is even more impressive because you cancel all the crits first on a plasma torpedo. Yep. <laughs> Wrecked. <laughs> Which is lovely. Other things that are particularly good against formations, right? Um, any ships with multiple tacking arts or an 180 degree arc, like the Azatox, the YVs, because they can just broadside. It's a pun, but you could broadside your your opponent's ships pretty easily. There's not much they could do about that. Or you know, you're Han or something, and you have a large base turreted to the side. And you just you just circle the board, specifically, especially Han, because that large base boost just gets you out of so many arcs. I mean, if Han could do it, so can Leia and Lando. Yeah, but at least Han has other mods. I mean, yeah, most most of the Falcons can do it pretty effectively. Han's just you're, you're at six, so it's much easier to figure things out. The thing, like, so because you have this, like, especially the. Uh, Box formation, you only have one big arc. The Falcon's three bank boost gets you out of that really consistently. Almost guaranteed. And even staggered. Or dash with the the barrel roll can get you out of that's like an entire range man. Mm-hmm. And he also just circles the board and it's harder to come at him because he's just plowing through obstacles and now you have to split up to go around him. He's a little bit easier to kill than a boosting falcon, but that just eats up box formations. 
And of course, you know, things with rear arcs, because they just fly past your entire formation, like RZ2s, fire sprays. Um, I guess anything with a rear arc pointed, like a turret arc pointed backwards, I guess you could try to do it with like a hawk or something, but or a lancer, if you're really daring. Everyone forgets they have arcs. It has, it's forward, so I can track to you. Yeah, typically. Yeah, you should just do the 5K, but... Some people just zoom past and shoot them out the rear. Which, again, is like a good thing sometimes. Yeah. Or, you know, you're like a like a jump master or something and you have a cannon out the front. So you don't really care about which way your arc is facing. It's also pretty good. You can shoot out the rear. And yeah. The real reason that you like have to be careful with it with the rear arcs is because they can do so many things. They can go straight, still get the shot. They can turn and still get the shot. Or they can turn the other way and still get the shot. Or they can bank boost and still get a shot. Or you can simultaneously turn both ways because you're Slave 1 Boba Fett. Yeah. So they just have... It's If you have just one big arc, it's much easier for them to just nope out of it. And it's even worse if you have something like a range 2 tethered piece that you need to keep alive if they get past the swarm that you're trying to screen with them and then just start eating up on the actual important part of your list mm-hmm. uh, so but you, right now you're seeing a lot of 180 degree arc ships because there's a lot of yvs in like hyperspace you know fire sprays are making a huge impact you know double fire sprays is in extended and hyperspace and bulba's still really good people forget about them so you, those are also holding formation ships down pretty hard. Mm-hmm. We need our savior Discord missiles to come back. Save us from the fire sprays. The fire spray and Bosk. The only problem is Bosk looks like one shots a droid, uh, like every shot. Yeah, yeah. Bosk yeah. just does not care about droids. Oh yeah, Bosk's box. Awesome. I love boss so much. Uh, so fun. Um, also, people remember you can shoot the discord missiles or shoot the shoot the droids, the buzz droids. You can just shoot them. People forget about that for some reason. Also, Captain Oik can hard counter. Just shoot them at range zero anyways. <laughs> I've done it before. Also, there's particular ships that don't mind. Not like straight jousting a swarm, but don't mind if they're close to another ships like in formation like fang fighters if your whole oh, swarms are like range one of a fang fighter they tend not to care that much it's scary um if you do really like if you roll really well but fang fighters they can just nuke things off the board or if they're a one they can just basically mess up your entire swarm and still have all these people shooting at them when they get a free evade mm-hmm or like, you are Nora and you are literally getting a free evade. Josh does this a lot. You know, they'll just intentionally bump people because there's it's a free evade. And you're less shot getting in there. And they have a rear arc, so they can fly past you. Scumboba, same thing. I've seen people just YOLO joust the boba right into a hardwood swarm. Just be totally fine. Uh, so Scumboba... I feel without the force, it has to be a lot more hesitant to do that. 
Yes, but you still get re-rolls and you still have the rear arc. You don't have Maul anymore, but if you wanted to, I guess you have Han Gunner. Still get a focus. Mm-hmm. And then just two straight get behind him. Yeah. I mean, also you get a bunch of re-rolls I and mean, you're not going to use the focus on offense. You say that. <laughs> you shouldn't use the focus on offense then. Also, you just generally boost past a lot of the the swarms and still get a bunch of re-rolls out the rear if you approach at them from like a different angle mm -hmm. yeah just um, you know there's some ships that don't mind just being super box formation you know reinforced cuts down that significantly if you are running like a hot runner or something so your shots are actually accurate reinforced is like I'll just take a one um, but you know it's generally for like rack or something Bosk too yeah. Well, modern bosks now just have double focus, double reinforce. So who cares, right? Yeah, you have three die guns and now doing one. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so silly. I love it. But one of your shots is doing less damage because you have Kanan. So good. Um. Also, you get some weird niche lists, right? That just are exclusively bombing lists. That will just ruin your whole life. Although sometimes, like, it's still okay to keep the box formation. I went against, like, uh, three star fortresses one time, and I kept my formation. Uh, but that's also because keeping my formation let me just kill a star fortress a turn. <laughs> I ate a bomb for it, but... Yeah, I mean, you have lost, to like, do some sort of opportunity risk-reward kind of thing. Who triple? Okay, all good on them for having heart. I had a droid swarm, so I had no shields, and he had proton bombs, so that was that. That hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I just triple star fortress. That that guy has heart. That's what we call that. Was there anything we want to talk about more about formations other than like for some reason? I mean, for a lot of reasons, we went over. They're not in the current meta. But when would on. the toilet bowl be considered a formation? Because it's general, it's like a loose formation. I know it's like an approach vector, but it's an approach vector with my three ships. I'm trying to keep like range two from each other, range two to range three. Is it really a formation if it's just three single ships toilet bowling? I mean, what like what's the definition of a formation we can go with? It's like having your ships a certain way uh certain distance from each other a certain uh approach uh, from each other right so by that definition toilet bowling would be like a formation like i keep it's not like, like it's a, a super loose formation. tiny you know child size toilet bowl maybe i mean we only have three feet by three feet so <laughs> yeah i I don't know, but I mean, it's just, I, I would think that's just your list is now, I would say like a formation list is a list that just tends to specifically operate within a formation. Um, and those you can approach in so many different ways that I wouldn't really consider that a formation. I guess, although maybe like that does have to get brought up too. Like sometimes like the no formation has 
uh, its positives and negatives too. Like Malarus Swarm is a swarm, but it's not like a formation based list. No. So I, I wouldn't really consider it like a formation list. Or like the Sig Swarm, right? Same thing. You want to yeah. kind of keep them by each other, but it's not like it's operates exclusively in formations. I don't know. I'm probably not the, the biggest expert on formations considering I just fly stupid large base ships and jank. We need somebody who's part of the Air Force for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of uh, next hyperspace. I'm not sure what, you know, they're going to take out or add in, obviously, but depending on what they do, we might just see a return of box formation lists. You know, maybe generic points go up a lot more or... You know, they take maybe like the generic V ones out of hyperspace and add in the the named ones. They're not going to fly in formation and those kind of things. Or the they're not going to oppress the people that do fly in formations. I guess I should say. Can I just say I really, really hope that we don't do the named versus non-named again. I liked it better when it was a lot more curated because you're just literally killing archetypes that don't really have a reason to get killed. Yeah, I don't. It was a cool idea, and I'm glad we tried it. And then I'm like, I don't really want to fly just named versus generics. I mean, I, I see why they did that. Except for Rebels. <laughs> Except for a select group of ships, yes. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's cool. Maybe they just chose the wrong pilots to split it on. That might be my problem, more so than the actual split itself. Also, they just kind of took the Empire faction and they're just like, just you fly V1s now because you have no other interesting AC options. You've got Goran Swarms and... Hey, Suture's in, hi Suture's in hyperspace. Okay, you can keep Suture in hyperspace. That's fine. I have no problems with that. You're not seeing him flown a lot. That's because the V1s took over the Imperial faction. Yeah, yeah why would you fly Suture when you can fly six V1s, four with disciplined... And because rockets. I could fly five V1s with foresight instead. <laughs> yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> Granted, you have started to see uh, four V1s and soon tier. That's been coming up a little bit just because now you have an in-game piece. But at the same time, whatever. Yeah. They're not the ones making cut, generally. Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll see an interesting shift away from that kind of stuff. Although, like, discipline doesn't help, right? You don't have to be in a formation for that. You just live in a general area. So they're releasing upgrades to what it seems like to get away from blocks, which is weird. Um, but speaking of V1s and existential threats, let's talk about Dagobah, because that's in a week and or yesterday or tomorrow, whenever this releases. And... Uh, you know, again, extended, you do see a lot of like the meta list being at like four and more because you still have the V1s or whatever, but also now six swarms are in there. So I think it's 60% uh, of the field will be four more ships. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, you get a better version of resistance five ship efficiency list too. Cause now you have heroic for Finn cheaper X wings. So you can actually fly more of them with Jess. Now you get the BB blues. 
Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you do actual good Malarus forms now because you have the, the FO ties. Uh, you got your Hera shenanigans. You got the quad HMPs, you know. You even have uh, uh, Jendon and, like, the X1s. That was a list. Is quad HPs not uh, hyperspace? They are hyperspace, but you get a lot more different things with them because you like Discord missiles and stuff and extended. Gotcha. Yeah, you just get more so ways to play around with them. Yeah. So, which obviously, you know... Um, goes into what we were saying you know the upgrades that you get now you get heroic again you get advanced optics mall crew discord missiles um outmaneuver actually is really nice to have back get fearless on fenrao yeah all right i can have fearless again i'm so happy put out maneuver on zz cough That doesn't work. Don't actually no, do that. Don't actually do that. Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, you got dash back, so that's always fun for me. But you also got, uh, you know, interesting support pieces. You got, like, Jan, right? Uh, so you can kind of do, like, a Rebel Shotgunny list again. You can do, you can do like, a a Braylon, Jan, um, Wedge and an A-Wing, um, and the other piece of that list that I'm blanking out on. Oh, Kyle Katarn, not Kyle Katarn, the other guy, Cassian. Is that actually like beating the metal staples right now? Like if a Django Zam straight joust you, you could probably... A lot of spike damage. It's a lot of spike damage, but the main list right now have a lot of mitigators against spike damage. And whenever there's spike damage, there's always going to be some variance involved, both on the uh, attacking side and the defense side. Yeah, I'm just throwing out other things like new upgrades that people can toy around with, and a lot of them are pretty impactful. Specifically for like the resistance faction, they get a huge boost in extended. I mean, yeah. So if you're going to be in Dagobah, I assume like the things you have to, you don't have to attack against it because it's still not a huge part of the field. Like the the meta is varied enough. You can't really tech against one thing. Not reasonably, no. You do have to like be mindful of Django Zam's going to be there. Uh, there will be V1s. Rather, it's the Procket. Now everybody is on Discipline Prockets. Usually, not many people are bringing 5 Slide anymore. Um, Seeks and other extended events haven't really been showing up anymore. I think it's just because, like, People have been practicing in more hyperspace, so they don't really play the Seeks anymore. Yeah, I think people are pretty tired of playing Seeks, too. They are really boring ships, aren't they? <laughs> Except with Sunny Bounder. Sunny Bounder well, is Sunny Bounder is the best ship in the game. Yes. Most fun ship in the game. That's not like Sunfock. And then, like, you still have to worry about the uh, Hera. I'm not taking any damage rebel list because I have Jin, Arso, Jake, and... Garvin and some other ship, usually Benthic, but uh, Lower can fit in, well, Faro can fit in if you want to do damage. Uh, so much different stuff. Ray's back, though. That's fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, she, she gets flown. She, she does well. Just not this meta. Just, I, just don't do just Ray Poe. Do something else. I mean, you get Phantoms back, too. You get your name Jedi. You get your name V1s. 
Anakin with Auto Blaster, R7A7, Marksmanship, Stealth Device. Man, you love that that build. How expensive is that, man? Uh, he <laughs> like is a third of your list more? 73 points, I want to say. I, I played against that. You know what I did? I brought Ray, and I one-shot him. And you were just saying that Ray doesn't have a place. Man, that old, it's yeah. a casual game, though. Those <laughs> Like in a more competitive environment... Uh, I, no. I guess I don't specifically know what to expect in extended. So you just kind of have to have not like a toolboxy list, but like a list that is general enough to maybe you can punt against, you know, Jenko Zam or something as long as your list does well against maybe V1s or I don't know, someone's scary bringing Vader Defender for some reason. That's the other list that's probably going to make rounds is the 4x4 on the scum. Oh, I hope so. That's a cool list. That is a really cool list. And for those that don't know, that's the uh, Joy Rekoff with Ion Twops, uh, Lando Naked, Basque with uh, Greedo, Zam, and Camus. Uh, Hull Upgrade, I think. And... Uh, the last ship I'm Payload. just thinking. No, it's no, Gen- no. Genesis Red with Proton Genesis Torpedoes Red. and yes. Cut. Everybody's, everybody has Cutthroat, but um, Lando with the Escape Craft. And then there's a lot of FTC in there, too. Yep. You would have known that list if you listened to the last episode where Cody wasn't here. <laughs> I listened to it. But yeah, that list is super cool. I still love that list. I still want to play things around that list. That might be the list I would fly. Um, I mean, Cody, what are you going to do? And how many silencers are you bringing? Uh, three or four. So the issue is, it's a, I think, if I remember correctly, the player meeting is at four o'clock in the morning. It's in Ireland, and Ireland's too far away. They're five hours ahead of us. It's going to be at four in the morning when the player meeting is. So I haven't really been playing any lists, like, semi-competitive. I've just been fooling around with either... <laughs> Ray plus random bad stuff. Like my last Ray list had Han Solo on her, <laughs> the crew. <laughs> you get the uh, evade. Yeah. I played around with like Republic with Snips, Plo, a seventh fleet gunner, Lat, and Click with R3. But that's not really like a competitive. That's just a fun, like I'm showing up trying to throw five dice with Plo Kloon a lot. Or I just. Random stuff like that. So an event like this, I'd probably bring silences. I don't know if I'm going to bring uh, Rush, Recoil, and Kylo, just bring a hyperspace list to Extended. Or if I'll do Force Instead of Control, Sino Jameis, because that seems fun. Have you ever flown the Malaris and three silencers before? I have not yet, no. Have you? No, I haven't. I've just... I've been looking at Malaris swarms for extended just for some degeneracy, but I've been I've been also looking at it because you can fit sensitive controls and proud tradition on Malaris. Seems like it could be. I don't know if it's top tier, but it seems like I mean the silencers are fun and Malaris is good. That would probably be like you don't you probably want to lose formation with that too, just yeah. because they're zero to two. I'd probably have the issue of rushing a Sinar in there to try to block. 
missed the one hard block, and I'm outside of Malorus, so I can't <laughs> even hit that hard. I I was looking at some random Republic things just because I miss flying them. It'd be like it was like CLT Lumi Seven B Ahsoka Wolf, and I think it was Obi and the Actus all fits in there, which is kind of interesting to me. I think it's like Predator Obi as well. That's not 201 points? I'm surprised. It's shockingly, only 200, not 201, like every other Republic list. Um, so was, that, that might be interesting. What do you have on Wolf? I think it's a naked Wolf. He doesn't really need anything. No, he doesn't. He's pretty self-sufficient. He's just th- three hard-hitting ships and Luminara. So, And, you, you know, you can do Ahsoka things, so you can still do like a like give wolf a focus or whatever in 4k with him or give obi an evade you know i might actually recommend patience on lumi instead of predator on obi because lumi's going to be spinning her force a lot more than obi's going to begin those rerolls you do have a purple target lock just saying <laughs> yeah i mean i i would go for more of the offense over defense because you know people can bullseye wolf pretty easily so it's not like luminar is going to work on that maybe not for a wolf but for the other jedi i don't know Save just, snips. <laughs> just things i was toying around have a, a nice mix of offense pretty front-loaded offense with some defensive capabilities in there i've always liked lumi i mean i super love ahsoka too but that's everyone should love ahsoka she's the best you ever think about the uh four jet clt jedi list no, I'm not gonna fly four CLT Jedi. I can't. Why not? I I don't have the patience within my soul to fly that list. Fair. <laughs> um, I was also looking at just like some random uh, scum shenanigans, as I do. You know, knowing me, will probably be like snapshot Tarani and Kanan, and try to go from there. You could fit in a lot of other things instead of old Rock if you do it right. So, I don't know. It's between that. Although Ray is really fun, but I'm not going to bring Ray for all the reasons Cody mentioned validly. To be fair, you can fit five ship Ray, which is actually like some decent pieces. Well, you tried that, right? And you have like two points left over. Yep. So you can either put title or FTC on Ray. Still prefer the title for sure. I like jamming things just to like ruin the day. Cody, I don't have tokens for you to jam. Have you seen the ships that I fly? Think of the reinforce. That's true. I do really need reinforce. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was looking at a bunch of cool stuff. You could do uh, actually some pretty decent boba lists with Kanan, which is a little scary. And I wonder if anyone's actually ever going to try that. You're a little bit tight on points. You're not getting like a super loaded Boba, but you can at least fit fit like Slave 1 on there if you wanted to. You can fit uh, Katsu, Sunny, Tarani, and Justero in a list. I'm not sure if Katsu is... I love Katsu so much, but I'm not sure if she's worth taking right now just because she's really large. I would actually almost consider taking Asajj over her just because of the force. A question. Why are people still not bringing Kanan? Like, I was just thinking, like, what kind of was Basks? Uh, him not getting, like, three hits, you know? Oh, I would have only got one. 
Hey, you know who helps with that? Kanan. Selfless. Also, selfless really ruins boss day. <laughs> but, like. But I agree. Yeah. I could just do silly things now. Maul with Kanan is actually a thing. Like Kanan with Maul on him? Yeah. You know what does fit, even though I'm not recommending this list is particularly great? You can do like Kanan with Gleb, a naked Boba, and a naked Fenrel at 198. Just throwing that out there. That's fun. I mean, coordinating Kanan, Fen, Boba. So I was looking at some Boba lists just because I think that'd be interesting. But knowing me, I'll probably end up again snapshot to Ronnie <laughs> just because it's so fun. And you have, if you have Maul Kanan, you get to really save uh, his life, Tarani, her life. Yeah, it's true. Matt, I don't think you'll be flying Dagobah because it's too early in the morning and you have a life. What would you bring for an extended list, though? Um, I would probably bring... I'm torn between two lists. I don't. Fly, I mean, I haven't been flying extended, but I do have a couple extended lists in my case in, in uh, case somebody wants to fly. But I have Defender Vader and two Foresight Inquisitors. And then I have... Anakin in the Actus with that build I was talking about, Marksmanship, Auto Blasters, R7, and Stealth Device. Then I have Ayla, Ayla Secura in the Actus as well with Brilliant Evasion, Juke, and Stealth Device, and then CLT, Delta Obi-Wan with Sense and CLT. I mean, Sense is super good for things that reposition in the, uh, and get, uh, whatever that phase is I'm liking on system phase yeah i know my x-wing i swear yeah i mean uh, i was wondering when people were going to start putting sense on like a third ship just for specifically the actus especially anakin um it's just you know knowing where things are going to be i used to run like triple jedi and then like mace would have sense or something it'd be like ahsoka and luminara or ahsoka and, or an obi depending on which version of list i was flying and that helps just knowing where to block things. But if I can just block them in the system phase, I still have an even a better shot. Or if I guarantee I don't get blocked in the system phase kind of thing. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I like it a lot too. It's pretty sense sense with the intuitive controls on the Actus is just it's disgusting. I wonder what like doing like maybe a generic swarmy kind of thing with the Jedi generals would be like, but that's a different thought for a different day. You know what I loved? Me and Matt played an impressing game last weekend, weekend before. It's been a, it's been a minute, but yeah. Uh, I had sensitive controls, Sino Jameis, and he had an Ida. And there's a nice little <laughs> mind game with that because I... He dialed in a 4K, and he was planning on boosting in the systems phase, 4K behind all my list. But I did my sensitive controls before him, so I boosted into his boost spot so he couldn't fit a boost and ended up bumping his uh, Anakin because of that. McCritty face. Gosh, Anakin's green dice were ridiculous that game. I think he you got up. Him, you got him down to like one hole on like the on the second engagement, and then after that, he was just like, "I'm not gonna die." Made up for all the other the first shots, yeah. Because you didn't have self device, I don't think, right? I did have self device, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, see? It's not about how many, or like the dice variance is about when the dice variance happens. That's no, too enlightened for people. My dice variance. Yeah, but. dice stats, don't look at them, man. Like, you blanking out range three behind a gas cloud is much more impactful than you getting five evades against one hit on a gas cloud. Like, that balances out to be even, but it's not. I check the dice stats every, every, every die roll. Just see how it's going. You should probably oh, complain that. about them in, in Twitch chats as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so well, we'll figure out. We'll see how this extended thing goes. It's after an interesting hyperspace tournament. I'm a little bit eager to see. It's in Europe, so everything's going to be really strange. You say this, but with it all being online, I feel the Europe versus not Europe isn't really uh, relevant nowadays. Not until in-person is more of a thing. Fair enough. We'll see. Another ace list I'd like to try is Imperial 666. I've flown that a few times, and just having three I6s is just, it's still scary. Like Sienna, Sienna can do work. I know people think she has. She has, I mean, she doesn't have the most optimal ability, but she's still an I six potentially double repositioning ship. Actually, I was looking at a resistance list. Um, now that I remember high pilot skill, because I want to fly Lulo because I love Lulo. It's still a little too expensive. But it was like overdrive thruster R4 Poe and Lulo and Jess and Rose, I think all fits like C3PO Rose, which is super. That's also like hyperspace, too. I was considering this for hyperspace, but I can also do this in extended. Yeah, those RZ2s are a lot of fun to fly. Just like a naked, naked Lulo, all this fleshy green human alien body thing. Why is Lulo more expensive than ZZ? Right. But also the benefit of having Lulo over ZZ is I don't have to bring advanced optics. It's the sin. It's the the sins of OG five A. I was gonna like the sins of Trickshot Lulo. <laughs> when Trickshot was two points, like Wave Two Lulu. Gosh, remember when Trickshot was one point? That's when it was bad. That's that's when everyone was flying. It was either heroic or Trickshot. You bring with them. Yeah, it's like Trickshot's a point. Why don't you just throw it on stuff? Oh, that's like they didn't get the. Second EPT until uh, that, like, March update, wasn't it? The Wave 3 update? I think they had it. It's just you didn't have enough points. Oh. But anyways, it was like, you know, Naked Lulo, like R4, Overdrive Thruster, Poe, C3PO Rose, and Jess, and you still have, like, an actual meaningful amount of points left to finagle with things. So I was looking at that for, like, hyperspace fun, but that doesn't sound terribly bad and extended. Just because overdrive thruster potomy is super great, super fun. Yeah, he's really good. Has moments. If he, he, has, right. he, has poten- he has potential if he's played right to be really good. The trick is you just dial in a too hard every round and just figure it out from there. <laughs> yeah, you have you have five points left over. That's what it was. So you can just do whatever you want. Take a five point bid. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can do something like have heroic on Poe now or do something weird like backwards tail slide or you could Carson raid and just throw lone wolf on Lulo. Hey guys, 
Why is the rogue two points on an A-Wing? Because it's got three agility. <laughs> literally, literally why? Because it's much oppressive. more effective on X-Wings. And oppressive. X-Wings are more expensive. So it has even more value on X-Wings. Only for defense. Okay, like, sure, it's a two-die gun. It needs all the help we can get. Just saying. It's going to be interesting to see what, what comes out of this tournament. I'm excited. I just want to get back to playing a lot, you know. Same team. In, in real life, but online tournaments will do for now. Yeah, like like I was saying earlier, I've also been looking at Malaris Swarms for Extended because I'm on, I'm on the train. If you want to fly Extended, I'm going to bring, like, the most degenerate stuff possible. And I'm going to bring wholesome things. But you can have Malaris with three silencers, and Malaris can have T Rex and Proud Tradition or Fanatical. Like T Agent T Rex is pretty dope. I don't know if I would do that. I'd still fly the Hollow three uh, silencers just because that's more my play style. But yeah, for sure, it'd be fun. Anyways, uh, do we have anything else to talk about? Yeah, I think we're pretty all set. Hopefully, we'll see the rise of formations again. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, Extended doesn't go. Too degenerate. Hopefully they release points soon. All of the above. Almost the longest we've gone out with points, so it's really killing us. It's also the longest we've had the same reigning world champion. Well, in in the single reign, yes. Because <laughs> I think Paul Heaver might still beat him. Three years in a row. Uh, Ali is only at two. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestmanbenchwarmers at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitch and Twitter at MIBenchwarmers. You know, don't forget to uh, rate us on any podcasting service you might have. That helps a lot. Um, We'll see you. Peace. Take care, everybody.